0: trainer, and brand builder, Aaron Jensen. We are here to drop knowledge, cutting out the bullshit while making you laugh along the way. Welcome to Through Thick and Skin Podcast. My name is Megan Patterson. And I'm Aaron Jensen. And happy new year. Yes, we're back. Happy 2021. Oh, I don't know if that means anything. uh, Yeah, you know, it's, I love the new year and the symbolism of it all. The restart, the refresh, the the new intentions. I, I though, wasn't waiting for a change in the year for things to get better. I did not need to wait for... When people are like, oh, I can't wait for 2021. I'm like, 2021 can still be shitty. We don't have to wait for a day to make it
1: better. Let's make it better now. No. Well, midnight isn't going to reset everything on your calendar. No. That's going on. But we're
0: not going to talk about being bummers. We're here to talk about fun things like the most important date in January Today's date, January seventh, because today is Aaron motherfucking Jensen's birthday. <laughs> happy birthday to me! Yes, or <laughs> the the Stevie version. Happy birthday to you. Is, what is the best happy
1: birthday version that you've this heard? like juke
0: version by Rod Lee? It's like if it's your birthday, make some noise. If it's your birthday, make some, and it's like it's it's a juke song. So it's like a twerking on a handstand. Is
1: that the song where it's like? If you're a capricorn like so it's called all the signs go leo it's your birthday yeah. no
0: i think that's actually um not 69 boys but that's it that's a, some florida group no okay. rod lee he's from baltimore or chicago but um it's yeah that's my type of hype up or you can the typical go shorty it's your birthday, birthday. by mm-hmm. Finny, yeah 50 but yeah so today's episode in case you're wondering it's all about aaron m her middle initial is m for marie but i like to call it my
1: fucking Aaron, (laughs) motherfucking Jensen, it's your birthday. It's so funny because me, I'm so used to having a post-Christmas birthday where it's like you just had Christmas why you need a birthday it's whack it's probably some trauma i gotta deal with well i have a twin brother so i don't even get my own birthday Uh, that's why you go over the top and make it a birthday month and i
0: have three birthday parties i have one in like san francisco san diego and la (laughs) that's in chicago that's how i do it but yeah so for today's episode we're going to focus on aaron jensen the founder and ceo of the treatment skin boutique my big sister the mom the pa extraordinaire who kind of put aesthetic dermatology pa on the map uh, I just made that up. I hope you're okay with that, Tim. I <laughs> fully accept it, right? Sure, whatever. I gloat I more, about- more about. I gloat more about Erin than she does herself. She's very humble. I'm over here, you know, trying to prove her to everybody. But really, I really
1: do. I'm just like, take this spotlight off of me. I'm good. I, know. I'm I think good in the I back. secretly
0: want it, and I can't have it because I'm not going to be an injector. I can. If never be you
1: put yourself out there, you could you could be like a be, star. Uh, be, what be an internet star with a YouTube channel? no i don't want that yeah well what kind
0: of attention do you want i want like um i want like a silent investor attention the attention goes in my wallet i want the spotlight to be on my back. you just want i don't want the money i don't like you know these poor celebrities they go through you know they they fart in public and all of a sudden they're shamed for the rest of their lives are canceled
1: well then you just need to be a like investment banker i want to be like an art dealer I don't know. I'm working on it. Okay. I'm fine
0: right now. I'm happy, though. Let's Please, let's stop <laughs> talking about me. This episode is about you, okay? I was hoping to do the least amount of talking on this episode. And oh, gosh. You. So, okay, you guys, for real, for real, though. Today is Erin Jensen's birthday, January 7th, 1983. She was born in Honolulu, Hawaii. Yes. If you don't already know that, you need to go and listen to our episode 43 with our mom, because she breaks down all of that. Mm-hmm. And so Erin is a Capricorn. And for fun, I just wanted to pull up not only her... Sun sign, but that's what most of us know uh, as our sun sign. Like the day and month we're born in, that's the sun sign. That's the zodiac sign that we're familiar with. So Aaron knows... She's a uh, a Capricorn because she's born on January seventh, and I miss Capricorn as they come. Very, like, very, you can't Capricorn. get more Capricorn, very Capricorn than me. Pragmatic, very uh, driven by money, very serious. <laughs> true. It's true. It's true. That's I'm not. I'm you not saying it? that. reading No, I swear to God. I'll sh- actually look at hard. This is the zodiac sign for a Capricorn. Hardworking, conscientious, and well balanced are those born under the Capricorn, which is December twenty second to January twentieth. They do not jostle forward but rather seem to stand quietly to themselves. That's why they can get to power anyway and even more quickly than other Zodiac signs. Hmm. So you kind of like, you know, sit in the cut and plot and plan and then make your move. But the thing is, is that when you find out this, the rising and the moon sign, in addition to your zodiac sign that could reveal a little bit more so the way you find out your ascendant sign and your moon sign is you have to find out where you were born and the time you were born okay so i plugged those things in for aaron she's born in honolulu at 11 a.m 11 27 a.m right so with that being said her sign is a Zodiac sign is obviously a Capricorn, but she's an Aries rising, Mm. which is very interesting because I'm a double Aries. So my Zodiac sign is Aries and my rising sign is Aries. So you might be wondering like, what's the difference between an ascendant sign and a, and a sun sign? Well, the sun sign speaks to the big picture. So Aaron is a Capricorn. That's the big picture. That's your ego, your deep sense of self. When it comes to your personality, that's pretty constant is a Capricorn. Right. Um, But believe it or not, the version of you that people see at first glance is actually more like your rising sign. Hmm, okay. So your rising sign is Aries. So that means that the way people see you is mostly explained by the Aries qualities, which you radiate high energy, assertiveness, you tackle problems of everyday life without hesitation, you're full of energy, and in doing so, you want to get to your destination without major detours. <laughs> that's pretty true. So that's how other that people is very see true. you right? That's the ascendant. Now there's another part to it. There's the moon and the moon, your moon is in Scorpio. Hmm. What does that mean? So the moon in astrology rules over your emotional and intimate side. So that's kind of like how you see yourself. I believe it represents the mother or the maternal energy in your charts. So the moon, your moon sign represents your desires, your emotions, your memories, all that you keep internalizing. You don't really show to others. So your moon's in Scorpio. That means you don't like to show your true feelings. Probably true. Is that true? (laughs) A little
1: truth to that. Yes.
0: They are are rather closed and hide emotional impulses under a cover of
1: full secrets. Full secrets. So I think that's pretty true. So, um, you know. Yeah, I'm not a big, like, I'm actually a big crier, but not a big crier in public or in front of others. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, So
0: you protect yourself. So
1: if you guys are interested in that, you just need to
0: Google up, like, um. I'm not going to plug a certain website because really you just find out, like, what's my ascendant sign? Who created this stuff? Like, who created astrology? Galileo? I don't know. <laughs> ask your daughter. She's into that stuff. She's into Greek mythology. <laughs>
1: well, we're going to ask her. She's coming up on an upcoming
0: episode. episode yes. So, uh, so anyways, okay. so happy birthday, Erin. You are a Capricorn true and true. So, for this episode, I want to ask Erin questions that she has no idea what they are. I prepared a list of questions because you guys know Erin. You've gotten to know Erin, but these are kind of funnier left field questions Mm -hmm. that are going to keep her on her toes. Okay, She's not prepared for any of these questions. She has no idea how nasty. I'm very scared. How raunchy (laughs) I'm going to get, how, you know, truth or dare, perhaps maybe I'll... (sighs) ask her some deep questions maybe she'll cry on the microphone i don't know i hope so that'd be really awkward so let's go ahead and get started okay aaron so here comes
1: my rapid fire questions okay go um who was your first crush as a kid (sighs) okay well or a teenager um let's see um uh like in fifth grade Mm -hmm. david taggart like a kid i went to school with oh he was my first kiss i think wasn't he a he was a uh, almost i swear like albino almost like really white hair uh-huh. white eyelashes um i uh yeah if he's the listening street, or his wife's listening block. please
0: hit us up we would like him as a guest on the podcast
1: um <laughs> yeah but my first celebrity crush i would say would be the lead singer of 311 <laughs> <laughs> he was so cute with his oh, blonde buzz cut amber <laughs> is the color of your energy <laughs> Like I'm sure he wore a puka shell necklace or something.
0: All uh, mixed up, don't know what to do. Next thing, it turn around. Like he was a white dude from Omaha, Nebraska. Yeah, s- Nick, singing Nick like Saga. All oh, mixed up. <laughs> That it, like, but they had bops for sure they had yeah. jams and if you grew up in southern california <laughs> you definitely listened to 311 but yeah he was a hottie because he had like spiked bleach blonde hair yeah. so he Nick was
1: Hexen. my night my 90s crush for sure <laughs>
0: okay from 311 okay yes. so uh what was your favorite song as a kid
1: oh you know this kind of goes back to i remember my best christmas present i ever got was the tragic kingdom cd Wrapped up with the red bow and like any song off Tragic Kingdom. So by no, no doubt. doubt, yeah, that's was my a class, favorite. That's a classic album. That's another one. I don't know. if I'm
0: curious to know if our, our listeners from other parts of the world or the country like give any shits about 311 or No Doubt because it's so embedded in the culture of Southern California. Yeah, but it was pretty pop on MTV too. Yeah, but it was all like girls dressed like Gwen in yeah, SoCal and true. like guys dressed like Nick from 311. So it was a big deal. Like.
1: From middle school into high school, like going to shows and concerts, that was a huge part of our life. So our parents would drop us off at the glass house at 13 years old. Mm -hmm. We would go to a concert, get like smashed in the mosh pit and they'd pick us up at 10 o'clock outside the front. Like, how did that happen? No cell phones
0: nothing I, that, I wish we could go back to those days that some was of the best so times much of my fun. life
1: that was so much fun do
0: you remember seeing snoop dog at the glass house yeah and you almost got jumped i did <laughs> Aaron was Aaron was twisted on some gin and juice running her mouth because some chick was rubbing <laughs> on her in the pit and oh, and they almost threw down i had to pull Aaron out by her ponytail out i would of have snoop lost Dogg that show. fight too yeah, i'm not a fighter she was, I? <laughs> she was a she was a big girl um but yeah so we love going to concerts so okay so no doubt tragic kingdom yeah. that is a classic mm-hmm. al- album for sure um okay so which celebrity would you leave your husband
1: for Ooh, now um um cillian murphy from <laughs> pinky blinders who the fuck is that oh he's he like just- is it peaky or pinky 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 Pe- peaky. pinky Pe- peaky. peaky blinders peak Like peeking, like you're peeking through (laughs) blinders. Yes. yes. Okay. He, he's just the, the evil person in everything. And he's really androgynous looking. This is my tip to men too. If you're looking to do, um, aesthetic treatments, Mm -hmm. this sounds really weird, but if your face looks more feminine, you're more attractive. Like if you look at any hot model, a male model, they tend to have fuller lips. I mean, Mm -hmm. they do have a more structured jawline. It's a structured jawline, a good chin, big eyes like juicy lips that mm-hmm. makes like a really attractive are, yeah that's, features. that's true mm-hmm. and i probably wouldn't leave my husband for him no Just that, but, well, like, then why one did night. you answer it which without a doubt if this guy pulled up in his car and was like i, mean, hopping- I would leave for like a night with him but not like leave leave like you know. then you don't like him that much well yeah, I, lo- just I, like love, I like my husband a lot yeah so i i love my husband a lot okay so but sh- cillian murphy is hot change the question he's so, hot um
0: which celeb would you have a one night stand with
1: him cillian murphy yeah <laughs> he's <hot. laughs> well i need to look he's him hot up and he would like but then he was might like murder not yeah, murder you but i don't know he would like kill someone in front of you oh my gosh you're free stressful
0: Okay, I'm glad we're answering these questions so people get to know how freaky you are and weird you are.
1: Okay, if you
0: could only choose one song to play every time you walked into a room for the rest of your life, what would it be?
1: Oh, Like to pump me up or that I wouldn't get tired of? Well, both because it's a song you have to hear for the rest of your life. So a good solid intro is probably important. I've, I've listened to this song like multiple times a week for probably like 15, 20 years um jump off by little kim that is the <laughs> cut and you know that came out when i graduated high school in if you're just driving in your car
0: whoa whoa i've been gone for a minute now i'm back with the jump off goons in the club that's a that's a jam sandwich for sure she was she was the best because you know it has kind of like a drumline intro to it so it definitely would be a good pump up song and little kim's the bomb that's definitely like your chick
1: i love her Okay. Three things you can't live without. uh, My family, my kiddos mm-hmm. and my husband, coffee for sure. Okay. And Instacart. Can I say that? Delivery yeah, services. Sure. You can't
0: <laughs> live without that. Okay. That's fair enough. Yes. So let me ask you this then. If you had to, what would be harder for you to give up coffee or alcohol?
1: Ooh, probably coffee. I mean, I, I, I'm not sober. I drink, but I'm not like, I don't, I like to drink, but I don't, you know it's not so an all the time thing. you'd rather if
0: they're like you can only choose one or the other coffee or boost. coffee yeah take coffee yeah i mean that's my life that's my life right now i don't I, I choose i don't i mean if somebody took away coffee from me i'd be like euthanize me take me, me. <laughs> I'd be like, take me euthanize now me. send me to oregon or wherever they can do it legally because what's the point of living if i can't have coffee i don't do drugs or drink anymore so like what can i do have co- but once again, this is all, I'm sorry. It's so hard to not talk about me. <laughs> this is Aaron's episode. Okay. This is a fun one. I think about this often. If you
1: won the lottery, what would you do with the money? Hmm. Let's see. I would like pay off any, you know, debt that I, I don't think I'm really debt, like pay off my house. My debt? M- Megan's debt. Thank you. Megan's student loans. Thank pay, you. Pay off her student loans. <laughs> I would build some more treatment locations. I would probably build like just the fattest spa you've ever seen in yes. your whole life take care of my family and i i would put money into the cities and communities where our locations are based mm-hmm. like i think there's big value in helping you know local schools and local businesses and you can't help everyone so i would really target and focus The communities that we're in.
0: Yeah, I'm a big believer in that too. like help your local community to uplift them rather than, you know, go like really, really far away. I think that makes more of
1: an impact. Oh, I would also start I have this dream to start this like pro bono acne clinic where anyone could come in for acne treatments. And that's amazing. So it's not medical. Well, it's not everyone thinks it's cosmetic or a lot of people think it's cosmetic, but it's a medical condition. And I think a lot of people miss miss out on preventable scarring. So I would want to do that. Yeah, too. with
0: just a little attention mm-hmm. and care, for sure. Yeah. Uh, what is one thing people would be surprised to learn about
1: you? Mm, I would say that we've done this on our own. We've talked about this a little bit, but there's no daddy money, trust fund, Definitely no angel investors. Money. There's nothing no like that. No venture capitalists? No venture capitalists. I would never take VC money. Nope. Like So when you no. go, when
0: they ask you to go to NPR and they're like,
1: how did you do it? You'll be like, first of all, there is no VC money up in this bitch. Well, if you listen to those episodes, they all say the worst thing they did was take VC money. I mean, sometimes for the companies you're building, you do have to take it, but no, I just build, build organically mm-hmm. as you go. So yeah, I think that's a just, there's, I get a lot of DMs asking for suggestions. How do I do this? There's no equation to it. There's no simple answer this is steps one, two, and three. You just have to grind out each part of your life and have a, I, I think what works best is having the next goal in focus. I don't really have five-year plans or 10-year plans. I have the next step plan, and I think that's what works the best.
0: Hmm. Well, maybe you could also bundle up your secret, which isn't a secret, and sell an ebook for four easy payments of ninety nine ninety nine, and I could take a cut. You know... You sure you can
1: take a cut? Can, will you write it for me? I know. I was here. just
0: gonna say that was the next thing. She's like, Yeah, absolutely. Put my name
1: on it, but you do the work. I hate writing, <laughs> I hate writing more than anything. Oh That's a goodness. good thing to know. You guys, I, rem- not like I remember. Do you remember growing up? They had like zines, you know, remember zines, yeah, of course, where you could, you know, be a contributor to it. I remember being like 12, like signing up to write something. I'm like, I hate writing. Why am I doing this? Yeah, but. That's Anyways, uh, yeah. That's not your strength. Names. No,
0: not at all. Uh, okay. So, what did you get in trouble for as a kid or a teenager?
1: Oh, I got banned from high school after doing a senior prank oh snap well, actually, tell everybody
0: because i bet all those all those teachers listen to our podcast now well actually they come to see us i think me. i do see all the high school teachers all um, the high school teachers that used to tell me i was it was i was being a class clown and projecting my deep insecurities by being funny uh, seriously a teacher told me that and uh all their family comes to us They do. <laughs> i'm not gonna say who it is but you know what it's funny i, I turned out fine they Did thought, oh, man, over? Megan doesn't tuck in her shirt. Her boxers sag. She's way too funny. She's masking her insecurities. And look at me now. I'm fine. I'm good. <laughs> but anyways, back to you, Aaron. So, I know, what was I so tell about? us okay. about this
1: prank. You got banned for a prank. What was the prank? So it's so it's stupid. It's so innocent. So it, we we went to St. Lucie's and it's on a hill and it's in the, it has a big gate in the front of it. So we jumped the side fence and there was a security guard who was the security? guard? Cornelius, <laughs> Cornelius, Best Cornelius, the security guard on his golf cart. We went out the over the back way, and we ended up just doing silly string and confetti and chalk—nothing damaging at all. It was just like t- toilet, toilet paper. papering the school, mm-hmm. and we left. But we wanted to go back and see them cleaning it up, and so like we, some sick gratification, exactly. And stupidly, we didn't. We drove in the our cars, yeah. and someone saw the license plate, which was. I don't know if it was my car or dad's car, but they called dad's office because they like called the DMV and figured out who it was. And they wrote us this letter. And I was, what was I, senior class treasurer or something? Mm -hmm. I was in senior class, whatever. And there's like, we're just so disappointed. You're not welcome back. And this is after graduation, but it's like, whatever. Well, remember,
0: I got interrogated. Yes, you did. They pulled me under a single hanging light bulb. The sisters, it was out of a movie. It was out of a gangster
1: movie. That is kind of shitty that they would do it to you and you had nothing to do with I it. I was in
0: my final in uh in whatever class, and they're like, Megan, please come to sister whatever's office. And I go down there, and these two menacing sisters, nuns. With their arms on the desk, we're like, "We know you did it." I'm like, "What are you talking about?" They're like, "Just admit it." And I said, "I don't know what you're referring to." And they're like, "Stop lying to us, Megan, or we're gonna..." And I, it was seriously out of a mobster-ass Italian gangster movie. Did you know we went and I did crumble, it? I didn't crumble. I didn't snitch. No. I didn't cr- I didn't. I did not crumble under the pressure. And I went back, and they really, and then just for the rest of the year, they would look at me and be like with their fingers pointing like I got my eyes on you I was like I didn't they thought it was the driver of their getaway vehicle oh did they and I was like no my mom dropped me off that day (laughs) I mean it was so yeah that was the so that's the only trouble you've gotten to is that senior prank I was kind of like a nerdy kid like yeah no well I think yeah I think in the letter they asked you to never come back but then didn't they ask
1: you to come back for career day that was separate, like lots of years later. Yeah. Well, I actually think, I don't I'm always a person that we need help with career day. We need help with interviewing at your graduate school. We need help. I, I always sign up for those things. So I think I just responded to it and they didn't remember. Yeah, of course. The wrongs I did.
0: <laughs> okay. So if you could be an instant expert in one thing, what would it be? Oh, singing mm-hmm. and sports. So See, yeah, singing in sports. But what kind of singing like a Selena Gomez? No, or no not her. What's her not, name? It,
1: how about being not an awful singer? Like, well, th- those girls are good with a lot of help and an auto tune or whatever. You, but like, you could auto tune my ass to sing a song. No,
0: no, what I'm saying is like, what's your style? Are you a pop oh. singer, an opera singer,
1: oh, an R and B singer? Oh,
0: oh, I could like, be like a really you good want singer?
1: I would want to be, oh, I don't know. Not, I mean, opera's cool. I just saw Devin yesterday, our cousin, who's like a professional opera singer. She's amazing. No, probably just something more like fun, like more fun, like yeah, pop ish. But and so, carry tune. Which sports? Something that requires like coordination, like hand-eye coordination, like something with the ball, maybe. Like any, I'm just not an athletic person. I
0: know, but like, what sport would you love to like, just immediately crush it and blow everyone's minds? I
1: would, I, I think I just want to be like stronger in a gym, not sports then just being more athletic. Like I'd want to run fast, like run the fastest in orange theory or like lift heavier weights. And I know you could do that with like practice, but you know, the Sears just forget that. Instant expert. Instant. Yeah. Okay. So what is the most embarrassing thing you've done? Oh my gosh. I, most embarrassing thing. (laughs) such a nerdy kid do you remember being me being as nerdy as i was not really i didn't think about you much no (laughs) (laughs) i mostly thought about myself but okay so i remember i was in junior high and i always like i don't know i asked for the textbooks for next year over the summertime i like study them that is hella dorky (laughs) it's so dorky and i remember thinking it would i i had another crush who lived in our neighborhood ryan motts mm. we're still really good friends with him his wife and he would walk past they'd walk past at the same time every day so i sat on the front porch with studying my algebra book listening to phantom of the opera cd on a CD player <laughs> that i
0: dragged out thinking there. that would like make you smarter or, or lure ryan to come talk i think to just you. exactly the latter da, 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 da,
1: da, da, I, da. I love phantom of the Opera. Too that's a great up.
0: that's a great musical it was great that's yeah, very, so very very being
1: nerdy but me nerdy and dorky and (laughs) what's your past
0: your favorite thing to do listen to phantom of the opera soundtrack and do algebra at the same time that's Mm -hmm, cute mm -hmm. um
1: you know it did it did pay off though for well kind of for high school we had to take an entrance exam And I asked the eighth grade teacher to help me study for the entrance exam. So he gave me this test, this algebra test that all the county districts use for eighth grade algebra. And I took, I studied it all. And then when I got to the test at St. Lucie's, it was the exact same test. Shut up. Exact same test. So I got a hundred percent on it and they thought I was like a genius and skipped me two math grades. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not really this smart. Like I I don't, so then I got pulled back a little bit, but. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, you've
0: you you are you've always been, you know, an ambitious little dork. That's so cute, Dorky. though. Dorky.
1: Okay, what keeps you up at night? Wait, the thought of waking up. Like, if I look at the clock and it's 10 o'clock and I have to be up at 6 o'clock, then every minute I'm awake, I get anxiety about, oh, my gosh, I'm only going to get seven and a half hours of sleep. I'm only going to get seven hours. I'm going to get six. And then you wake up at 1 o'clock. It's like, I'm only going to get four hours. I can't fall asleep. Yeah. So, yeah, mostly that. I'm the same
0: way. I think about that, too. I think it's because of that stupid app on um iPhones that shows you like how your much sleep time pattern yeah, yeah like oh you're getting less than your sleep goal it's like thanks for shaming me apple phone <laughs> uh okay what's been your funniest moment as a pa oh, your most my gosh. like memorable or like laughy cringy
1: oh oh my gosh well, <laughs> one time let's see I have two stories one time it actually kind of being I was doing filler on a woman this is like ten years ago and they when we were first started doing filler we used much larger needles than were necessary it's just the way we did it back then and I remember poking her face. And it like hit her facial artery and her, her blood like squirted on me. It squirted on her shirt. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit. And then her sister is in the corner watching everything. And she says, is that blood? Is that? And I was like, <laughs> you're like, shut up. I was like, oh, like watch your business? Right? Like, let me wipe all this off. But she didn't know what was happening. She was like, la, la, la. Oh, and like there's blood gushing. She was out totally fine. I'm the- like, hold pressure and just put my finger there. It was, it was fine. But I just remember being a a newer PA and everyone's learning, everyone's kind of doing all the same messed up stuff Mm -hmm. being like, holy crap, what do I do? Like, I'm just covered in blood. I'm not supposed to be covered in blood and dermatology. So that was kind of <laughs> crazy. And then I, I think I've told this story. I had this patient one time, this family came in, mother, two children, and uh, they didn't speak English. I had my medical assistant in helping me translate. They were itchy all over with these rashes. I'm like, oh my gosh, they likely have scabies. I had to do a scabies test on them. So I go, and how you do a scabies test is that you have to scrape off a bump off the skin and hope that one of the mites that is living in the skin is in one of those bumps. Mm-hmm. You put it on a slide, a clear slide, and you put a prep solution on it and you look at it under the microscope and try to find the bug in the microscope. Well, you need to have a really good bump. Like you can't just, it's its hard. You have to have a good bump to go off of. Well, the youngest child had the best bump. So I'm like, oh, sorry, I got to scrape it off of her. The most likely person to have it. So I do this scrape and it just sucks. It's like, it's uncomfortable. So she starts freaking out. Aww. She gets nauseous, throws up tuna fish. <laughs> In this room That's full of people with scabies The scabies test was positive by the way And I'm just like what the fuck is going on like scabies and tuna fish. Tuna, barf. Fish. Uh, tuna fish makes me want to barf, even when it's not coming it out of somebody so digesting. And I remember just my poor medical assistant Val. I was like, "Thank you, girl. I love you. Thanks, thanks for helping me out." Poor
0: baby girl, though. How embarrassing! If I was like a oh. mom,
1: I'd be mortified because my kid threw up everywhere. And yeah, but what are you gonna do? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that I I have a good bunch of funny stories. I think I wish sometimes there was cameras in the room so you could everyone could see what we really go through in those rooms. It's ridiculous sometimes. I, when I used to do skin, skin cancer exams, I don't do anymore. How we would do it is that you wear a gown and we strategically take it off to see all your body parts, right? Eventually I'm going to see your whole body naked, but you don't have to be fully naked the whole time. Naked, So it's like, Hey, let me look at your face, drop it down to your chest, drop it. You know, let me, let me turn around i would have it when some guys usually older guys would just like drop their whole gown on the thing on the bench they got their <laughs> arms wide be like how do i look yeah how and does it, it look and i'm like you can your gown I'm like i don't care i don't care and they weren't yeah. being gross about it yeah they're just they just like dgaf and but i'm like <sighs> like i really don't want to like stare at your balls for the next <laughs> 20 minutes but okay let's do this it's all, it's all the same too they're and all, that's all when same. i
0: decided to leave derm and start my own skin boutique <laughs> the last ball sack swinging ball sack. at me and i was like I'm you done. know i did
1: i did get a kick out of when i would go in a room and it was some like penis complaint and i'd walk in and their face would just their eyes would get really wide and i would ask them like oh were you expecting a male aaron you know when they make an appointment mm-hmm. and they're like and i'm like don't worry i'll get the male doctor oh do, yeah. yeah i'm yeah. like or just drop it i've seen bigger smaller <laughs> Yeah. You do, you say that in your head. You don't say, Oh my god, you're crazy. No, it's like a medical penis looks very different than looking at it other ways. Yeah, (laughs) Okay.
0: okay. Oh my gosh. Um, what movie makes you cry? Oh, probably Coco. Straight up, that I saw that on accident. I had to take your daughter. To watch that movie with her Girl Scout group. When he
1: starts singing to the grandma at the end. I know. I, I was in oh. stitches. I think, honestly, uh.
0: Disney put some sort of subliminal messages in that. Like some brainwashed
1: shit. No, they all the mobs die. So then you get more connected with it and you have that emotional connection. Coco. Yeah.
0: What do they say? Me volver loco? Or what do they... Um,
1: they have like a... Un poco
0: loco. Un poco loco. Yeah. yeah every every single white kid knows how to say a little crazy thanks
1: to Coco. <laughs> un poco loco. Okay. Uh, what is
0: something that's underrated?
1: Put, oh, putting your lotion on in the shower before you get out of the shower. So is your that's skin like dry the tip everyone should do. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is your skin tip for this episode. When you take a shower, your skin s- takes the moisture in, the water in, but it doesn't lock it in. There's no barrier to keep it in. So you have th- about 30, 30 seconds to three minutes to lock that moisture in. So if you get out and dry off and then dry your hair and then put your lotion on, you've lost all the moisture from the shower. Mm. So I keep my lotion and my body oil, my aromatherapy body oil in the shower. I mix it together. So I pat dry so I'm damp. And then I put all my lotion oil on in the steamy shower that's still contained before I get out.
0: Pro tip. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. Okay. What job were you born to do?
1: Um, Anything efficient, like fast waitress mm-hmm. in and out cook you could yep
0: in out you know in and out managers make like 75 grand a they year make good money they make bomb money great
1: benefits too yeah do you know the um twins we have twins who work here Haley and Sam, they worked at In-N-Out. They, mm-hmm. In-N-Out was on their resume and that was most of the reason why we hired them. <laughs> and who doesn't want identical twins working for them? I either? know. They're lovely. They're super cute. So um, yeah, you like to be quick and efficient. Quick, efficient. Like give me something like rapid fire.
0: That you could bang out. Done. Um, what what advice would you give to your 25-year-old self?
1: I not always believing your elders or superiors. Mm-hmm. I think if I've gotten older, just because you're older d- definitely does not mean you're wiser. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, in this like question authority type of thing where mm-hmm. if you don't, you know, just because your boss is your boss doesn't always mean they're right. Or just because your older relatives, your older relative doesn't mean they're right. Yep. So you can take their, you know, take their advice for what it is, but don't take it as gospel.
0: Yeah, that's a really good, good point because. You know, I, yes, experience and wisdom is great to take and to marinate on, but, you know, you also might have a different experience or just a different mindset. Mm -hmm. And also old curmudgeons can be kind of haters. I mean, I've had like some high school teachers were major haters and made me believe a certain thing about myself. And then once I got into the real world and had some adult life experience, I was like, why did I ever think that? When the teacher said that about me like that was not true at all
1: yeah we even had before we started the treatment i was talking to grandpa about doing the treatment and he's like you know you have kids like you need to take care of your kids i was like what the (laughs) fuck is this we should have grandpa on the podcast oh Oh
0: my god he first of all he would (laughs) he'd be here for 10 hours he yep yep grandpa would be here and be like first of all what's a cast pod what is this? I what's the hi-fi code? I I mean the Wi-Fi code. I got to get my jitterbug on the hi-fi code. He's a hilarious guy, but yeah, with that mindset thinking that like you shouldn't be running a yeah, business. Yeah, he's a very successful
1: an- businessman, but when he said that I was like, "Fuck off, grandpa." Oh, great. I love you, Gramps, but yeah.
0: Okay, so what is a hobby that you believe is beneficial in the workplace? Your mm, hobby.
1: Hobby, hobby, hobby. I mean, you could say something cliche like working out and yoga and meditation, but right. I would say, I would say scrapbooking. I okay. love, okay. This is a, um, a old art form or an ancient art form. I scrapbook this shit from like 19, like 2000 to like 2008. I think it, it, anything being creative, you know, mm. Canva or Instagram is like the new fangled scrapbooking mm-hmm. but you know you have the pictures and you can see the placement it takes patience you make memories you're doing something just for yourself not for anybody else yeah yeah I love okay scrapbooking Apple. i would have never expected that
0: answer but mm-hmm. once again very dorky love it <laughs> here for it okay what fact amazes you every time you think of it Ooh, um
1: how little s- filler is in a syringe mm-hmm. oh gosh I'm blanking on the exact number, but there's something like five syringes of filler in a ketchup packet. Like it's very, very small amount of filler in a syringe. Mm -hmm. But what is even more amazing is that how much of an impact you can make with a small amount in a certain area. Mm -hmm. If you do it right, you have skill. Exactly.
0: I was going to say, if you're skilled and you got, and you have that technique down Mm -hmm. because you see some people that put a lot of filler in certain places and you're like, that was not strategic at all. It was like, they just... Yeah. Threw it in there.
1: A lot of people in my industry will poo-poo, like you 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 need four syringes or it's nothing. Well, it's like, well, you haven't worked in an area where you have to stretch it. You know, you have to be conservative with it. And so mm-hmm. if you know where to put it in the right areas and you pick the right product, you can make it stretch a little bit longer. Some people need more. They just need more. But if you do it well, you can get by with less. Yeah, true. Smart. Tell me about a patient that really touched your heart. Oh, I've had some really kind patients. Any patient that really thanks me for my work, helping their skin or helping their acne, their scarring is really touching. I did have one patient one time. She came in with this very, very strange rash and we ended up diagnosing it as a very rare type of cancer. And she's just so kind through the whole process. Her, her husband ended ended up needing like a kidney transplant or you had kidney cancer, something else. Her husband was sick too. And they had a teenage son and, you know, it's like, she had something really serious and re- something really crappy in her life, but she was always so kind and so nice. Brought me, brought me like a Christmas present, something that was so unnecessary where, you know, some people have their eyebrows one millimeter higher from their Botox treatment. And it's like the end of the world.
0: <laughs> I <laughs> and know so- as soon as you said she was like nice and kind and she has a very rare cancer. I'm like, Wow, I'm such an asshole. <laughs> it like really makes me think like I need to be v- way much kinder to di- people on the freeway. I'm, yeah. just, I'm cutting them off and stuff.
1: Yeah, It's just kindness goes so much farther. You know, if if you come at anybody with like, you know, just kind kindness and being reasonable, you'll get so much farther. If someone comes at you all pissy and yelling at you, I'm like, bye, I'm done with you. So no, she was just very, very, very nice where she definitely had every right to be, you know, upset and cranky and angry, but mm-hmm. she wasn't.
0: No, that's amazing okay what were you like in high school
1: <sighs> didn't we already
0: <laughs> well, <we're> talking, okay when we talk about middle school how you're listening to opera and doing algebra at the same time but like in high school like you know in your friend group if you were like a spice girl of the friend group
1: which oh one would you be? okay um i was i was studious and focused i went to school and worked since i was 15 um i guess i would say i was in like the popular group of girls but our think our school or my group was like catty popular at all i i did get voted most likely to win the nobel peace prize mm. in high school well you
0: still got a chance you still got time one day
1: so i think i was just a really like a nice nice person mm-hmm. um i let's did see. you get asked to dances no not really let's see no no wasn't asked we to weren't dances. we weren't slutty
0: enough i guess no i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> too i was a little too chunky and funky for most of their flavor for their fares. but you you know you 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 fit the you know the traditional you know like you were like a cute little you know blonde girl you did swimming
1: remember yeah i did swimming i wasn't we went to all girls school and we came from a school that did not feed into st lucy so i didn't know any boys going into school Mm -hmm. and i wasn't a boys girl like I, i like my girlfriends i have a lot of girlfriends i have like i think zero guy friends now it just wasn't my thing so but i don't know i didn't really care too much
0: yeah um okay who was your worst teacher and why Oh, my worst teacher. Maybe you shouldn't drop names. I don't, I don't want to, you know, or you go ahead. I don't care. Do whatever. Should I drop YOLO. Names? YOLO. No,
1: it, it wasn't awful, awful. It's just kind of funny looking back when I've been there. Um, It was Mr. Marshall in seventh grade. He was hung over all the time because he was <laughs> a, he had just graduated from USC and he was such a USC frat boy. And I think he would just give us packets and put his like head down on the desk. He was so hungover. And then I, me being the nerdiest person I was. I asked to like transfer out of his class because like how like You're lack like, of teaching. We're not aligned. This is not my focus. <laughs>
0: this isn't a good fit. I need a more hardcore teacher. And then who did you choose classes you change to?
1: Oh, my gosh. What was his name? Oh, he was really nice. He was a social studies teacher I at Rancho Middle School. Like, yeah. He was really kind, really nice. You know, actually, he did not let me transfer. He's like, you need to stick it out. And that was the right thing to do. Yeah. You know, you just have How to. How crazy. You
0: as a seventh grader, you're like, I actually feel like this uh, level of academia is not meeting my needs.
1: I was probably like, so damn annoying. Middle, middle
0: school kids don't like have those words. No, you know? no. But I was probably I was so working annoying. in the cafeteria in middle school. making. <laughs> Frito do- pies. Hell yeah. Making $5.15 a day.
1: Okay. So what would your perfect Saturday look like? Mm-hmm. My perfect Saturday would be like waking up not sl- I'm not a sleeping in, but I don't want to wake, wake up early. Like the perfect time would probably be like 6:30 for me, honestly. <laughs> That's, so That's like my sleeping in. <laughs> and like not he- heavy exercising, but like getting a little sweat and then going to a spa and getting a 90-minute massage. I wouldn't get a facial because I'm so spoiled, I don't get facials anywhere else but our office. Mm-hmm i just don't i we're too good i can't i'm spoiled it's tough and then i would want to lay by the pool and like get food and drink champagne but then i would want to work for like an hour on my computer while laying by the pool Mm -hmm. so i can feel like i got something done and yeah and then it go to dry bar and get my hair blow dried yes and would you eat and go to dinner yeah like eat food like by the pool like order food by a pool yeah yummy that sounds lovely let's do it this weekend but there's nothing open in California. No. Oh, shoots!
0: Okay. So as a child, what did you want to become when you grew up?
1: I always wanted to do something in medicine. But when I applied to college, I actually applied as a sociology major because I thought I wanted to be a social worker. Mm-hmm. And then I got my freshman year, like the week before I started school, I thought, no, I don't want to be a social worker mm-hmm. and switched out of it. But always, it was always something in medicine always you born born for medicine Mm -hmm. born for the game you know why though i think i only how do i put this i don't think i had a true love for medicine growing up i was just always good at math and science and that's where you go right Mm -hmm. you you if you're good at math and science then you go or education yeah yeah or like math teacher for a a hot man i want to be a math teacher yeah
0: too no. Imagine if Aaron was a teacher and the treatment skin boutique empire didn't exist. No,
1: your kids well, would be really smart, though.
0: Well, happy birthday, Aaron. Those are all my questions. Unless you have anything else to add, any other scandals, <sighs> secrets? I don't think truth so. or dare. Well, if Different you thing. if you listeners have any questions that you want me to ask Aaron on another Q and can totally do it. So make sure to DM me, yeah, and let ask me, know. me your questions.
1: Let me know. Yeah, what am I birthday? What am I celebrating? We are. Well, okay, we're. Uh, I'm working on my birthday, seeing patients on my birthday, and it is my middle son's birthday on the ninth, January 9th. So anything we share else that a birthday you are celebrating. Oh, happy three year anniversary to the treatment!
0: And anything else that you're celebrating?
1: And opening a third location. Yes. yes! Hello. This is a big ass episode to celebrate. Okay, let's talk about Redlands for a minute. Go ahead. Well, when we first started the treatment, I had zero intention of opening multiple locations. Zero intention. But it just kind of the first day our books were full and then we hired Annie, our second PA, and she got full and it just kind of has uh, snowballed from there. Uh, After opening Newport Beach, we just, I don't know if it's working good. And I think we do a really good thing. And why not spread that to other parts of the state, the country? Mm -hmm. And we were looking at other areas. Newport Beach has been great. It's been amazing. But, you know, what I've really learned with Claremont is when a community does not have something like this it just explodes. Mm-hmm. So for me, instead of going to these saturated places like Beverly Hills. Oh, Aaron,
0: everyone's asking when you're going to L.A. And it takes every fiber of my being to be like, Aaron will never fucking know. pass the 57 or 405 for any patient. I'm sorry. Erin does not go westbound on the 10 or the 210 unless she's coming to my hood in Eagle Rock. But nothing
1: beyond that. Aaron will never go to L.A. Aaron will never I go live to I lived there for eight years. Well, okay, never say never. I would open a treatment in LA if I had a really bomb injector to like hold it down. So mm-hmm. not totally out of the question. But um, when we were looking, you know, we were looking more east. I think east, I we've said this before, does not get a lot of love. And mm-hmm. me growing up out here and living out here, there's good people, there's business. And if you build if you build it, they will come. Just, you know, who would have thought Claremont would be this like epicenter for injectables and skincare
0: well for people who aren't familiar with southern california like east i mean it's kind of like you know la is like the main hub city Mm -hmm. and then there's the shoulder cities like pasadena and things like that that are cute and are kind of suburban suburban
1: yes west is coastal anything coastal tends to be cool and where like Mm -hmm. hip things are san francisco to the north and la and san diego to the south yeah um so the east sometimes gets forgotten about yeah and but that's okay so when we're looking we when you know Claremont is an uh, academic city with a college that um multiple universities. Multiple
0: Harvey a, Mudd, great Claremont McKenna,
1: a great medical community. We pull a lot from um hospitals. And Redlands has all those things. It has a university, it has a hospital, it has a cool downtown and it was just um we just knew it was the next place to go and we'd been looking for a while and this was pre-COVID. We had a location scoped out. We really liked it. We applied to get it, we put a you know application for a lease and they ended up going with someone else and they were a restaurant. So because of COVID, they're not going to open up, which freed up the space for us. So it sucks because COVID happened and they their business isn't opening, but it kind of worked out for us, which is mm-hmm. great. And it's the coolest location. It's on the main drag, this old packing house, historical building. We're redoing it. It's gonna be huge, it's gonna be a skin suitables flagship store. Hell yeah. Have I told you this, that the official numbers came out for SkinCeuticals? No. And we are the number one flagship store in the country. (laughs) That is so satisfying. And we only... Because the
0: other flagships are like Miami and Beverly Hills. And then fucking Claremont. It's like, (laughs) oh, it's like the
1: underdog. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And we have only been a flagship for over a year. Mm-hmm. The flagship program has been going on for a while. Big so ups. Been cool. So we're going to have another flagship. So out there. SkinCeuticals
0: reps, if you're listening, I could really use some more retinol, some more HA intensifiers. Just, just send me some products, please. Thank you.
1: <laughs> yeah. So it's good things. All good things. And I like, I, I, it's, it's really fun after the holidays. I like this one. I, I like this week because it's my week, but in September, it's my husband's birthday so that kind of kicks off the holiday season for us. And then I have two kids' birthdays in October. Then we have the holidays. Then it's New Year's. And then it's my birthday my son's birthday. So we kind of cram everything into half of the year. That's true. But I just love cleaning everything up and feeling rejuvenated. And this week just feels... I think I'm so excited about all the other stuff going on with Redlands that, you know, I don't... I don't know. I don't think about my birthday as much. It's fun. It's fun to celebrate. But yeah, I get off on all the other stuff going on versus, you know, like attention
0: on me yeah for sure that's very typical capricorn of mm-hmm. you well thank you aaron for being born i thank appreciate you. it thank if you it wasn't so much. for you i wouldn't have cheek filler really i Any probably time. wouldn't who knows what? yeah or we got to thank mom sorry if you didn't <laughs> listen you, to our episode Debbie. we have to thank deb for aaron because <laughs> <laughs> if it wasn't for deb we wouldn't have aaron but thanks guys for oh. listening make sure to subscribe to our podcast on apple and share it with your friends and have a wonderful first uh week of the new year yes happy new
1: year bye